really taught me a lot about new wellness practices and things like that. Um, and it's just been a really, a really rewarding thing to kind of hone in so we can go deeper, I think, um, rather than wider. And I think that's been really cool. Hello and welcome to Never Wear Boring Socks. I'm Anna Barnard. And I'm Maria Ramsey. And today is our last episode before a little holiday slash winter break. We're going to take a little time off to enjoy the holidays with our families, including each other. Yay. And then we're going to be off for January as well because Anna is heading off on an exciting adventure. I am, yeah. I'm going to London for the month of January. Um through a study abroad program at my school and I'm going to be seeing 20 plays in like 25 days. That's a lot of plays. Yeah, I'm very excited. (laughs) It's going to be quite the experience, but I will not Mm -hmm. really have time to be recording things, nor will I have equipment for it. So, Also, when you're in London, you should just enjoy London and not think about all your other things that you're doing. (laughs) Yes, so I'm excited I'll take some nice pictures we can post on our Instagram. Yeah, that would yes. be fun. Yeah. I'm excited for you. <laughs> Thank Sounds you. Great. Yeah. So before we take our break, we thought it would be fitting today to do a bit of a year-end wrap-up and reflection episode um, and also discuss some hopes for the coming year. But one thing that I'm hoping right now is that you're wearing some non-boring socks, Maria. Indeed I am. Yay. How lucky for you. I'm wearing a pair of knee-high stripey socks. They're like stripes with different geometric patterns within the stripes. And they're yellow and blue and red and orange and another shade of blue. They're very exciting. I've definitely worn them before for recording. I really like them. And these socks seemed fitting for today because there's a lot going on with these socks. And I feel like since this is kind of our like year-end wrap-up episode, there was a lot going on this year, too. This was a very eventful year for me. So I'm thinking about these socks kind of metaphorically, how maybe the different stripes and patterns are each representing a little piece of this past year. Very nice. I like it. Thank you. What about you, Anna? What socks are you wearing? I am wearing a pair of nice fuzzy socks. Um, they are pink. They have a little green dinosaur on them. And he's got Ooh, he's like tangled fun. up in some little holiday lights. <laughs> um, and well, obviously, I wore these because they're nice and cozy. And I'm like still in my pajamas this morning, so put on some cozy socks. But I also, I think these also kind of relate to my life right now because on one hand, the little dinosaur guy is kind of all, he's all tangled up. I got (laughs) finals coming, you know, lots going on, but also like holiday things too. So it's just kind of a mix. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, 
That's why I, I choose like imagining sauce. you as a little tangled up dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, a cute pretty, image pretty in my accurate. head. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Like Maria said, we a lot has happened this year, and we wanted to take some time to reflect on it. Um, is there anything that comes to mind, first of all, for you, Maria? Would you like to talk about those big things that have happened in your life this year? Yeah. So, like I said, this has been a pretty eventful year for me. First of all, there's been a lot of traveling to new places and traveling on my own to places that maybe were not necessarily quite as new, but still like traveling on your own to faraway lands is always an adventure. So it was, it was an adventurous year. I went on a trip to Salt Lake City with my mom. I'm pretty sure I talked about that. I had a whole PMA story associated <laughs> with that. That was a that was a whole thing. But that was really interesting because I hadn't been there since I was very little. And then went to Philly by myself, which was you know, like a five plus hour car drive, which is the longest car drive I'd ever been on. And then I went to Canada, which I also drove by myself, which was like a nine hour car drive, which is now the longest car drive I've done by myself, um, which is a really great experience. And I have met some really amazing people this year. So at that retreat that I went to in Canada, why I drove there some really cool artists and entrepreneurs and just like cool people. And I got certified in permaculture design, still unclear how that's exactly going to fit into my life, but I think it's very important and I'm still really interested in it. I worked on an herb farm. I left some jobs. I started some new jobs. I moved. So anyway, in a nutshell, that would be some of the highlights of my year. Yeah. That is a lot of stuff, yeah. That is I'm a lot impressed. of stuff. I'm kind of impressed, too. <laughs> what about your year, Anna? Yeah, it's been it's been kind of a crazy year. I, I finished my freshman year of college and started my sophomore year, so that was kind of an exciting transition to finish that first year out and then really, like, get back into it. Um, and I feel like I've just learned so much about myself and like how to take care of myself and what kind of things I value just being at college and things like that. Um, I didn't do as much traveling as you did, but I did get to go to Orlando and go to Disney World and Harry Potter World, which was a really Very fun cool. trip. So that's one of my favorite memories from this year. Um, I also think, I, again, I've learned a lot about how to kind of take care of myself Um with just busyness and things and being in college and having some resources at your disposal and others not at your disposal mm. and figuring that out. And I think that's been really uh, helpful for me. And I've also, I think I've done more creative stuff this year, which has been probably one of the things I'm most proud of. I wrote the draft of a 
full length novel this summer, which I that's am really so happy cool. about. Yeah. So that's been quite the adventure. I've been meaning to do that for a really long time. And I think it still hasn't really like sunk in that I like actually did that. There's still like so much work I want to keep doing on it, but I'm, mm-hmm. I am really proud of myself for doing that. Um, and I feel like I've been more diligent this semester trying to incorporate little creative things into my life. I was, um, both you and I have used kind of a Q&A journal before. Mm-hmm. I think we had the same five-year one, and I'm on the third year of mine right now. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions I just recently had um, was, um, where do you see yourself in a year? And last year I wrote, like, at college and reading and writing more. And I think I have accomplished that. So it's, like, Yay. cool to yeah. see some things I just, like, wrote a year ago and forgot about, and then I get to reflect on that. And I that's just feel always like, fun. Yeah, those are, like, the little victories. So um, that's been that's been cool. And I've taken up new positions at school and kind of figured out what kind of things I want to be exploring. And so, yeah, it's been a good year for that kind of stuff. I did an internship this summer and learned a lot about, like, social impact and things like that. So... Yeah, I would definitely say like a big year of learning and creating for me, which has been exciting. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, I am also glad that you brought up both the learning how to take care of yourself and creating more, because I feel like those have also been themes for me this year as well. I mean, in terms of creating more, I did the 100 day project Mm -hmm. earlier this year, which I like I didn't actually do 100 days in a row of making art but I did a lot more than I would have had I not committed to the project and I've been like actually taking out my pastels and working on some projects recently which is kind of new and also I feel like I've had a year where I'm learning how to take care of myself more and also like learning how to take time and space for myself when I need it yeah a little bit more than I have in the past and also I've been able to find some professional people to help me along my like healing and personal wellness path shall we say yeah which has also been really helpful and something that I feel like is kind of a a breakthrough personally for sure yeah that's a really good point yeah and we also want to talk about what we've accomplished through never wear boring socks this year because it's been an exciting year it's been our first full year of podcasting i know which has been fun we hit 50 episodes so that's also pretty exciting that's Um, very exciting we started a new season and we kind of took off in a different direction, which I think has been really rewarding. And I wanted to talk to you about that a little bit and how you think that has benefited us and what you've learned from kind of honing in on the creativity and wellness aspect of what we're talking about. Well, I'm really glad that we decided to pick a focus a little bit more than we did the first season. I think it's more fun to have a focus to like kind of have a lens through which we're viewing things because the first season was still fun but we were a little more like all over the place with what we were discussing and how we were looking at it so I've really enjoyed having this creativity and wellness focus and it like seems kind of silly looking back that that wasn't our focus from the beginning because 
in retrospect, like obviously that's what we would focus on, right? So <laughs> yeah. Those are the two things that we're both super interested in. And I know I can say for myself personally, like the intersection between creativity and wellness is like a theme that keeps coming up every time I'm kind of thinking about what I'm most passionate about, what I would really like to, like what kind of impact I want to have in the world. Ultimately, it always kind of comes back to that. Um, and it was very interesting. I was actually talking to an astrologer yesterday. It was my birthday present to myself, which was kind of fun. And she just like kept pointing out all these things that pointed to creativity and wellness in my birth chart. She was like, I think that like your career path has something to do with health and wellness and like healing modalities. And also you have this like massive creativity thing going on in here. So that was very interesting to yeah. just like hear affirmed stuff that I already knew. So anyway, just another avenue through which that has made a lot of sense. Yeah, that's really cool. So yeah, I'm really liking this new direction this season. Is there anything that you've kind of learned or gained from this new focus, Anna? Well, yeah, no, I like that you talked about um, how it's kind of like reinforcing things for you, because I, I feel that way too. And as someone, especially as someone who kind of, like, my mom's a doctor and my sister's really interested in, like, public health and STEM and stuff. And so it seems like like they really identify with, like, that, like, health aspect of things. Mm-hmm. And I really identify with, like, the more, like, creativity, humanities-related things. But also, as much as they're interested in, like, the scientific side of it, I'm really interested in, like, the anthropology of it and, like, how we treat ourselves and things like that and how that can really intersect with creativity and with, like, the scientific things and with, like, astrology and all these types mm-hmm. of things. And it's just been cool to kind of learn about how I, I I think I've a little bit boxed myself into, like, you're a creative person, like, you study English and things like that, and how this wellness focus has allowed me to kind of pursue other things and also just, like, really take care of myself in better ways. Um, and so it's been cool to pursue that. And I've also really loved the guests we've talked to this, mm-hmm. this season Yeah, we've talked to some really great guests. Yeah, we've had some really wonderful people on who really taught me a lot about new wellness practices and things like that. Um, and it's just been a really, a really rewarding thing to kind of hone in so we can go deeper, I think, um, mm-hmm. rather than wider. And I think that's been really cool. Yeah, I agree. And I also think, like, the more that we're focusing on creativity and wellness in Never Wear Boring Socks, like, the more I reflect on those in my own life, partially because I'm thinking about it already because we talk about it every week, and then also because, like, then I have more interesting material for the podcast when we do record, because I've actually been implementing wellness practices, and I've actually been working on my creative work. Totally. it's deepened my own experience of both of these two things that I'm really passionate about. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything for you in 2018 that was maybe disappointing? Um, Maybe not in your own life, but in the world or in your own life or something you'd want to have done better? I know sometimes it's helpful to reflect on those things that weren't perfect, too, because life is all about ups and downs. It definitely is true. I mean, 
in the world. <laughs> There's a lot there that we could go into. I know. And I, I like always grapple with that. It's like, how much do we, there's so much, you know, in the media, like once the new year comes, it's like, thank God 2018 is over. You know, and that was the same thing right. as last year. And I, I don't know, it makes me think about like, maybe not like just bemoaning that as well, but like what kind of actual productive things can we think about and like, what can we do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My view is like, I, I think it's important to acknowledge the really upsetting and terrible things that are happening. Yeah. But like only to the extent that we're like being respectful and honoring them and finding a solution, even if it's not 100% solving the problem right now, but I really believe in like a solution focused approach to things, as opposed to just like being really upset and angry and mopey about the state of things. Because I also think there's so much good in the world too. Like as much as we hear about all the bad stuff, that's not the only thing that's going on. And I don't think that means we should ignore the bad stuff at all. I do think we need to take it into account and think about it so that we can change what we don't like. But I also think it's really important to have a little PMA, not in like ignoring the bad stuff again, but in recognizing the good and focusing on how we can create more good as yeah. opposed to focusing on how there is so much bad. Yeah. For sure. No, I think that's like been one of the more disappointing things to like witness and also just be a part of in 2018 mm -hmm. is like lack of positivity. And again, like there are a lot of horrible things happening in the world. So sometimes it's really hard to have that positivity. But I think sometimes we're not bringing visibility to the good things. And so then we don't mm, even have yes. opportunities to be I positive. Agree. And so... I think that's part of the media. I think it's part of what we are have trained ourselves to seek out too. Like I do think we have a responsibility to really seek out those things if we're that's what we're mm -hmm. looking for. You know, like we have choices we can make. Um, and so I think that's something I want to work on for sure. I think one of the other things I have noticed that I would like to see improved just in like I don't know, like, overall, like, I'm not being very coherent here, um, cultures within organizations and politics and as a whole is just better conversation and communication with people and yes. compromise. And I think a lot of us have strayed so far from that, um, that ability to compromise and... I think if, and listen yeah, to each other. Yeah, and I think if we start having more just conversations with each other where we really listen to each other, that's going to just make so much of a difference. So that's one thing that mm -hmm. I'm hoping Yeah, be I would agree with you. Yeah. I feel like a lot of issues arise when we're not listening to each other and we're just kind of like blasting our opinions and our beliefs on other people and trying to impose them on other people without trying to understand the other person's point of view or experience. Yeah, for sure. So, I, yeah, I agree with you. What are you hoping for for 2019, Maria? Well, I guess, so the other answer to your question, not exactly what was disappointing about 2018, but definitely something that I 
I feel like in 2018 was just like lots of new experience, like I said. Lots of new things, people, places, knowledge. And it felt a little bit chaotic. It was like very expansive and exciting. But I don't feel like I've really had the chance to kind of integrate it all into my life and really like deeply process it. So I guess what I'm hoping for 2019 is to is that a bit of that integration happens that mm. these new experiences that I've had kind of find a way to settle into my being and feel more like I don't know. I just want to kind of like make sense of what I've experienced and yeah, like kind of let them all interact with each other and everything, if that makes sense. Yeah, for and sure. And I still want to have new experiences and learn new things this year, but I'm hoping that maybe it's a little bit of like a, yeah, like a calmer integrating mm-hmm. type of a year, at least for part of the time. For sure. Yeah. Is there anything in particular that you're hoping for for 2019, Anna? Um, I think I've really worked on kind of being, like, intentional with the choices I make this year of, like, how to take care of myself and, like, what things I want to be doing. And I still am, like, not near where I want to be with that, but I think I've worked on it. But I think that's something I really want to keep working on in 2019, um to keep creating things and keep creating good habits and things like that um and again really being a better listener like we were just talking about Mm -hmm. and identifying just where i can be better because i think sometimes we just get in our own way a lot of the time and so identifying those things definitely more pma yeah Mm -hmm. which i think i started working on uh at the end of this year and i've just like seen how much of a difference it can make so definitely more of that yeah do you have any creative hopes or dreams anything specific Mm. to your creative pursuits I really want to keep working on my novel um, Mm -hmm. and make some headway with that I think when I wrote it this summer I was really focusing on like getting writing down and getting plot nailed out and now I really want to spend a lot of more time with my characters and things like that so I'm excited to kind of dive deeper into that um, cool. But it's also kind of an intimidating task. So figuring out how best to approach that. Yeah. Um, and then just like making time for other smaller things, you know, having making more time for crocheting is one of my things just because I really love to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Well, I definitely want to continue making it a regular practice. Yeah. And... I guess I'm hoping to have more playful creativity in my life. I feel like a lot of the creativity this year, my creative projects I was working on were kind of focused on certain outcomes almost. Like I was working on a this book project and working on like things that I was going to sell in my Etsy shop. And I still want to continue doing those things. I haven't been working on the book project as much recently but that's still something I really want to do and I enjoy selling things on Etsy also but I also have been enjoying just the last few days kind of making 
just like playing with my pastels and like throwing color on the paper just because I feel like putting some purple there, you know, which is not something that I have been doing a ton of this year, but it feels really good. So I want to do more of that, just kind of creating for the sake of creating and not thinking too much about the end result and the outcome. Mm, Nice. Yeah, I like that. I think I'm really outcome oriented too. So that's Mm. also a good reminder for me. Yeah, it's really easy to be outcome oriented. Yeah. And we've talked about this before because like both of us are creatively ambitious people also and would like to make this a part of our career, our creative pursuits. So I think it's like in that respect, you do want to think about outcomes to a certain extent. Yeah. But I think it's just so helpful for your creativity and your like personal well-being to create just for the sake of creating sometimes yeah for sure and we also want to we have hopes and dreams for never wear boring socks as well and i think one of our biggest Mm -hmm. ones is expanding our community um and really reaching more people and getting more people talking to each other within this community and so um yeah, just thinking about how we can do that and what best ways we can implement that going forward. Yeah, I think that would be really great because I found some really great communities through podcasts yeah. myself. And I think that we have some cool people listening so we mm-hmm. could have a great community around Never Wear Boing Socks. Yeah. yeah. You know what I think would be really cool at some point is to have live events. Yeah, never wear boring socks events that would require a little uh, planning since we're not in the same part of the country. <laughs> but I think we can figure it out. I think so, too. I think we can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that also so. relies on the community we already have, you know, getting everyone yeah. be participating if you want in this new community that we have and getting in touch with us and each other. And we're going to try to create more spaces for that, too, in the coming years. So. Yeah, I think we can think about some ways that we can foster that community mm-hmm. a little bit better. Yeah. Okay, I have a, a final question for you about okay. hopes for 2019. Um, what is one thing that you've learned this year that you can bring into 2019 with you? Hmm... That's a big question. What have I learned this year? I I mean, I my mind is going back to kind of what I was just talking about in terms of playfulness and creativity. Mm-hmm. And I think that extends past our creative pursuits to just having fun in general. It's, sometimes we take ourselves really seriously. Right. And sometimes we have to take things seriously, and that is a valuable skill. But also, I think it's so helpful for our creativity and our wellness and ourselves just to be playful and creative in like a fun, expansive, I don't really care what is coming of this kind of a way. Yeah, for sure. So that's what's coming to mind for me. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that comes to mind for you in terms of what you've learned that you want to 
Yeah. Shine more of a light on in the coming year. Yeah, I was talking to my sister over Thanksgiving break recently, kind of about just like this past semester so far and what we learned. And one big thing that came up for me, I mean, I think something that's always on my mind is kind of how can I be more compassionate towards myself? Mm -hmm. Um, And what does wellness look like for me personally? And one thing that came up for me was that this semester I've really been working on self-care and kind of just maintaining a healthy mindset. Um, And I think I've really gotten comfortable with not necessarily being overjoyed all the time, but just like maintaining resilience. Um, yeah. And just sustaining myself. And that doesn't have to mean that you have to be happy all the time. And it can also mean that you're sad some of the time, you know, but just kind of that perspective of not trying to get yourself into a mood that you don't feel like being in, but just really maintaining a sort of um, underlying well-being beneath that and just keeping going with the things that you're doing and sometimes that's the best you can do and that's just been Mm -hmm. really helpful for me to recognize and I think that's something I want to bring into 2019 to kind of be more compassionate and kind to myself yeah I really like that I'm glad you brought that up and that reminds me of what I was talking about earlier in this conversation when I was talking about how this year I feel like I've gotten better at taking time for myself Mm -hmm. and like kind of slowing down and being by myself when I want to be. And I I think that really goes along with what you're saying too. That's also something I've kind of learned this year is that sometimes you need to just feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. And like you said, they might not always be positive feelings that you might not be happy, but I think just kind of allowing yourself to be with them and not try to push through and force yourself to feel something else if you don't really want to is really valuable. And I think it is a form of self-compassion and self-care to really respect and honor your feelings like that and your desire to slow down or be alone or be with people, whatever you are wanting in that moment. Yeah, completely. Yeah. So to finish up our episode, we want to just share some favorites with you, some recent favorites. So (laughs) Maria, what have your favorite products, recipes, kind of music, TV, books, things like that? What have some of your recent favorites been that you can recommend for people over the holidays and into the new year to enjoy? Okay. This is fun. I have to remember what my favorite things are. I probably shouted out some of them in the holiday gift guide in our episode a couple episodes ago. Um, I mean, one, I'm pretty sure I talked about it then, but the Mystic Mondays tarot deck Mm, I'm super into right now. It's quite enjoyable. I appreciate the, the imagery and the use of color on this one. I like it better than a lot of other decks out there. Um, and in terms of recipes, this is interesting because I my favorite current recipe that I've been making like every morning for breakfast is this peculiar concoction that one day I was feeling bored of my breakfast and I was like, you know what? Tune in to my body, see what she wants. And I did that and I like, came up with this whole new recipe 
and it's what I've been eating every day since then. So basically, I like simmer some Japanese sweet potato and some coconut milk until it's soft and a little squishy, and then I put my golden milk powder, my Gaia herbs golden milk, which is like mostly turmeric with some other stuff, and some various seeds and nut butters and coconut and whatnot in it and blend it up into this like thick smoothie that's warm and like almost the consistency of like a oatmeal type thing and then I put some stuff on top it's really delicious feels very nourishing in the morning mm, yeah might be time for a new breakfast but I'm definitely enjoying that nice and then TV I've been watching Gilmore Girls which <laughs> Me I too. have never seen before wow that's so funny what season are you on I'm almost done with the second season Okay, I'm on season one. Yeah. But I had some friends who were super into that when I was younger, and some friends who are really into it now still, and I hadn't watched it till now. So that's been fun. Mm-hmm. It's an enjoyable, an enjoyable show to watch in the evenings. Mm. Books. I've mentioned this book before, but Women Who Run With the Wolves by Clarissa Pinkolastes. I have been reading it for like eight months or something because I just will like pick it up and read just a little bit of it for a few moments and it it just feels like very nourishing it feels very it's like speaking to me Mm -hmm. in a deep way and I really appreciate it and it's one of those books that you don't really have to read all in one sitting it's very dense so I don't know that I would even recommend that but I'm really enjoying that and Decorating, I'm also enjoying right now, I guess. That's not like a, a specific thing to recommend, but I'm enjoying kind of looking at how I want to decorate my room and making some pretty things to put up on the walls. So that's been fun. Very nice. What are some of your favorite things, Anna? It's a good question. Um, let's see. I have been really enjoying let's see i'll start with books first because i feel like i've been kind of reading a good amount recently um i recently read bastard out of carolina by dorothy allison for my english class and that's pretty heavy but it's really good i'd recommend Mm -hmm. that um i recently finished an absolutely remarkable thing by hank green which is his debut novel um that was really interesting i don't know I, i feel like i haven't read a book like that ever so Hmm. that was cool um i also would recommend so right now i'm reading little women last time i read little women i was in fifth grade and i didn't really like it because i thought it was too long (laughs) um but now it's like very homey and what i need right now and so i recommend one i would recommend reading little women and two i would recommend kind of going back to something maybe you read in the past and didn't really give the benefit of the doubt and trying again with it maybe or just rereading in general because rereading is great um yeah so that's i've, I've really never been read that. little women it's it's good it's good yeah. yeah it's cute i like it a lot it's got some really nice characters yeah yeah cool i'll have to add it to my list mm-hmm. so i'm enjoying that um and what other kind of reading recommendation i i've talked about this a lot this season so far i'm taking a feminist theology class this semester there's just a lot of really cool books out there about feminist theology and yeah it's just really cool um 
One of my favorite texts that we've read this semester is called Gathering Those Driven Away, which is by Wendy Farley, um, which is a Christian feminist theology, which is pretty cool. Um, So just seeking out some of those things, because there's a lot of really cool feminist spirituality stuff out there. And there's so many cool resources and so many cool thinkers. And I just have been so into that and would really recommend that. Cool. Yeah. Um, Let's see. TV shows, movies, things like that. Definitely Gilmore Girls. I also I feel like I've talked about this before, but I finished New Girl this year and New Girl is just fantastic. (gasps) So So I miss it a lot. That's an excellent one. I would recommend that. Um, I've also been watching a lot of really corny romantic Christmas movies recently, which, um, which ones I've been watching like the really (laughs) terrible Netflix ones that recently came out. The the princess switch. Yes. I watched that. that. I watched that. I watched A Christmas Prince, which was actually pretty good. But then we watched, my friends and I watched the sequel, which came out this year, which was just kind of terrible. But <laughs> okay. it was really entertaining. Good to know. And I just feel like this is a good time of year to like if have those little corny holiday movies, things like that. Curl up with your friends and your family. Make cookies. Or by yourself. Or by yourself. <laughs> I would just, I, I've been enjoying that recently. So, yeah. Yeah. That can be fun. Yeah. Those are those are my recommendations. Cool. I have one other thing that just occurred to me to shout out. I have this like moisturizing stick that I'm really into. Mm. I think it's by the brand is Coco Kind. Is that right? I think. We'll link to it. It's a matcha like coconut oil, olive oil, beeswax moisturizer. It looks like a giant chapstick. And you can use it as chapstick or you can use it on your skin. And I find that that is really helping with my dry skin at this time of year. Nice. So would recommend. Very cool. It's also not expensive. So that's always a plus. It's a nice little. It is. For our call to action this episode, take some time like us to reflect on 2018. What did you learn this year? And and what are you hoping for for 2019? And please let us know your thoughts on this. I think it helps to talk about this within community so we can really Mm -hmm. move forward in a good way. Um, So you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Never Wear Boring Socks and on Twitter at No Boring Socks. And then you can email us. Our email address is NeverWearBoringSocks at gmail.com. Do you have a quote for us today? I do have a quote today. Let's see. This quote is by T.S. Eliot. He says, okay, one sec. I have a frog in my throat. Okay, we're good. Fine. (laughs) So this quote is by T.S. Eliot, and he says, For last year's words belong to last year's language, and next year's words await another voice, and to make an end is to make a beginning. And I was really intrigued by this quote. I don't know. I also, language is something that I've been thinking a lot about this year just because I feel like we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast and I have a lot of classes related to kind of social activism and things like that. And like, how does our language that we use influence our messages that we send forth Mm -hmm. and the meaning that we derive from things? And I think this quote kind of, 
allows us to think about the language we've been using and think about how we can move forward and keep kind of, I don't know, progressing and also keeping with us what works and what doesn't. And I think it just is a really nice testament to the nature of of how a new year brings new opportunities and how we can look at things in an optimistic way. I just think this quote speaks to a lot of different things in regards to that. And I think it's really beautiful. I find it intriguing as well. Yeah. It was like, it was a little hard for my brain to follow. Could you actually read that again? (laughs) For last year's words belong to last year's language and next year's words await another voice. And to make an end is to make a beginning. Huh. That's like a very poetic. I think it comes from a poem. Way of speaking. Okay. Yeah. It's really beautifully yeah. written. I like the sound of it. I, yeah. I just think there's something about it that's like very like calm and optimistic. And I just feel like it encompasses yeah. a good way to like go into a new year. Yeah. 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 That's very beautiful. I'll think about that one. I like it. Thank you for listening to Never Wear Boring Socks today. We'll be back with a new episode in February, so be sure to subscribe if you want a reminder when we come back. And in the meantime, you can get in touch with us on social media, send us an email with suggestions for future episodes once we come back, or just to say hi while we're on a little bit of a break. Yeah, because we'll be around when we're on break, or at least I will, even if Anna's off gallivanting in London. Well, and I will I'll be. I will still have access to our email and things like that, so I can still, That's true. I can still communicate. But will you be checking it? While you're gallivanting about London. Debatable. Seeing 20 plays. Debatable. Right. But I might check because I'll, I'll still be home. So doing email Maria. Life stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you can also leave us a review and rating in iTunes if you're enjoying the show and want to help us reach more people. Again, one of our goals for next year is to expand the Never, Bo- Never Wear Boring Socks community. And we know all of you listeners who are currently along for the ride can help us out with this. You can find show notes for this episode at mariacatherine.com slash podcast slash 053. And Catherine is spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E. Thank you so much to Ben Ramsey, the cheese beast, for his fantastic audio editing and his contributions to our music, and to Martha Barnard for her mandolin skills. And until February, never wear boring socks. Merp. <laughs> Merp. That's what you're going to say. <laughs>